Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Hoopjack Podcast Series. You know us, you love us. I am your host, Christopher Armstead, and we are getting into the swing of things here in the basketball in the NBA playing tournament, and we're going to get right into it. So we had the first round of games on Tuesday. We had the Nets and the Cavaliers facing off against each other, and we had the Timberwolves and the Clippers playing against each other for their spots. So, first game, Cavs heading to Brooklyn to play the Nets. Now, Cleveland was already a plus 9.5, so I'll give them that. They held their own, brought it back to a plus 9.5, so I'll give them, uh, I'll like to say I got the win on that one. But, Nets come away with a victory at home, 115-108. And let me tell you this, Kyrie Irving went off, but if the Nets want to keep this momentum going, they are going to need everybody shooting well. Kevin Durant was good. They need Seth to start hitting a lot more shots. He, he didn't have a great shooting night that night. It wasn't great. He went 0 for 4, and all of his shots were threes, zero points, not efficient, except for, you know, he had seven rebounds. No, I take that back. He had two rebounds, one steal, one turnover. It was non-efficient in that game. Hopefully, they can use him moving forward. A lot of other guys stepped up. Claxton stepped up in a big way. 13 points, nine rebounds, five blocks for him. Great on the defensive every And KD even had three blocks of his own to go along with 25, a 25-piece. 25 and Irving, as usual, a double-double, 34 points, 12 rebounds. Cavs end up losing. They do have another chance tonight, and we'll make and we'll talk about that game tonight here in a minute. But another game that we are talking about from Tuesday that we missed out on, and we'll go over the games that we missed Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday was Timberwolves at home playing against the Clippers. Timberwolves trying to move on to another spot with a clip or and the Clippers as well. Seventh and eighth loser plays the winner of the nine and tenth to get that last eighth spot. Timberwolves. Coming up late at home to win 109-104 to claim the seventh seed in the turn in the NBA playoffs. Timberwolves had they had a rough start. Carl Anthony Towns was very non-existent that first half. He was oh I think it was 0 for seven from the field. He had like four or five fouls to start the game. It was not a good night for him. Minus 14 on the line, so you know that was not a good night. He had 11 points and 5 rebounds. Not great, but there is time to improve now that they got the 7th seed. But it's going to be a tough 7th seed to climb. D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, even Patrick Beverly, they were on fire. And not to mention Patrick Beverly's just toying as a defender he's just instigating man i had never seen anything like that in my entire life but you know what they moved on timberwolves are in the playoffs it's great to see and clippers are playing tonight for a second chance to get at least the eighth spot in the nba playoffs timberwolves i believe are going to be playing against the Memphis Grizzlies, they will be the UA team, so it'll be interesting to see. Also, moving, uh, and then we'll, we'll go to that forward. So, next line of games was the 13th. 
we had Atlanta, the Hawks at home playing against the Hornets, trying to get a playoff spot. They were the 9th and 10th. And Atlanta cruising, cruising to a 132-103 win over the Hornets. Hornets are officially out because they were the 9 and 10. Hornets are out. And Hawks now in, again, trying to fight for another spot as the 8th seed. These guys just went off. The whole starting lineup of over 10 points. Capella, double-double, 15 points, 17 rebounds, on fire, plus 28. Insane. Trey Young, 24 points, 11 assists, another double-double. These guys were hitting. Huter, 13 points, 3 of 4 from 3. Hunter, 22 points, 2 of 3, 9 of 16 from the field. These guys were on fire. And even Bogdanovich, 13 points, 3 of 7 from 3. It was insane. Tough loss for Charlotte and just team in general. They had a great run. Just not a great shooting night for either Rozier or Ball. 7 to 25 for Ball. 7 to 25. 4 of 14 from 3. 26 points, 8 assists. Minus 13 line. Not a great line. And Rozier wasn't even better. 21 points. 3 assists, 4 rebounds. 2 of 8 from 3. 8 of 22 from the field. Minus 29. It was not. It, they were just not ready in, at all for the defensive effort, the advantage on the rebounds that the Hawks had, and just the playoff experience that even though Atlanta does has very little, they still have enough experience to pull away and still claim another spot. So congrats to them. As well as the other game that night, it was the Spurs taking on the Pelicans in New Orleans. And New Orleans stepping up in a big way, knocking out Pop and the Spurs, 113-103, to still have a chance to play the loser of the seven and eight, which I believe, which were the Clippers. So that is tonight. And let me tell you this: C.J. McCollum went off, 32 points, seven assists, six rebounds, 12 of 23 from the field. I think he's found his place. I think he's found his home. And Brandon Ingram coming back as strong as ever. 11 and 19 from the field. 30 minutes on the floor. 27 points. 5 and 5. Even though he was a minus 2, the fact that he came back and still dropped 27, that's great for that team versus not having him at all. So, I think you, you got to take that as a win no matter what. So, Pelicans are moving on to play the loser of the 9 and 10 which will which is tonight so last rounds of the play-in tournament are tonight this will decide who the eighth seeds are you have we have the early game 7 30 p.m eastern time one on espn so make sure to check it out we have atlanta we have the hawks playing against cleveland in cleveland tonight so that will be interesting to look forward to now the interesting part they have talked about if jared allen will make his return now, let's think about this real quick. Jared Allen has been out since March 8th. Cavs have been 6 of 10 since he was out. So, not great. Not a great run, but he is, I think he was 50-50 to come back tonight. If he comes back tonight, this is going to be a great rebounding matchup between Capella and Allen. Now, if he gets hurt, it's over. I don't think... Darius Garland can do the best he can, but Cleveland has, um, but Atlanta has too many shooters on that team. They have, they have Trey, Huter, 
Bogdanovich. These guys can shoot. These guys can play. I don't see it any other way. They gave it. It's pretty close on the matchup predictor. He got 50% going to Cleveland. 50.3% going to Cleveland and 49.7% to Atlanta. So it's down to the wire. And you look at the lines tonight, courtesy of Pick Center. You have the spread at Atlanta's a minus two. That's a one possession game. I think it's it's really going to come down if Jared Allen does play. And I'm saying if he does play, I would go with the Cavs money line and the Cavs plus two. That's the only if he's not playing, if he's not playing at all, I would give I would give it the other way. I would go with the spread and the money line for the Hawks. The over under, I would go over. This is gonna be a great shooting matchup. This is gonna be a great scoring output from both teams. I'd take the over. 223 is the over under. I'd go over. So that's the first game tonight. Second game tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TNT. So we'll have the crew. Is New Orleans heading to Los Angeles to play the Clippers? And no Paul George tonight. Paul George has been put on the health and safety protocol list. So I think that's interesting to note. I think and I think that takes away a lot that they won't have. Clippers are 19 and 14, 19 and 24 since Paul George was gone from December of 22nd of 2021 to March 25th of 2022 when he and then when he came back. However, without his output, you're really relying on a lot, and I mean a lot, of them to just figure it out. Like you can get, I think, you know, Reggie Jackson can do the best that he can with. With that, you got you got Zubak who can try to do the best that he can, but New Orleans has weapons. They got defensive-minded players. They have a squad, and I think you can't just take that lightly. They still have. And what's interesting is now the Pelicans are a minus one and a minus 120 so one point differentiates this team this game in my opinion because Paul George is not playing both teams are going to come out swinging but I also think the Pelicans are right now even though they were 36 or 46 on the year they beat this team three out of one three out of four times in the regular season they beat them 94 81 123, 104, 113, 109, and the only loss was game four when they played was 119 of 100. This is going to be a high-scoring game, and I think it's going to come down to it's going to be really close. But I'm going to take the Pelicans, both the spread and the money line, the over/under. I'm going to go. I'm going to go over as well because this is going to be a really great game. So again, both games tonight. The first game, Atlanta heading to Cleveland to play the, at the Hawks versus the Cavs. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. And then the later game at 10 p.m. Eastern T- Standard Time on TNT, we have the Pelicans and the Clippers. So make sure to tune into that. It's going to be two great games. Last spots for the 
NBA playoffs. And that's when it'll get exciting. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, guys, we have our one-on-one Hooper profile with Niagara University and now Newman University women's basketball star Kyra Grimshaw. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Hoop Podcast Series, guys. And today, for our one-on-one Hooper profile, we have a very special guest. We have Niagara University and now Newman University women's basketball star, Kyra Grimshaw. Kyra, it's great to have you on the show. Great to be here. Thank you. So, uh, you had just finished out your senior year at Niagara University and are on the way to take your grad year at Newman, correct? Yep. So... What was that kind of process of looking for, like, for your grad school? And congrats on graduating. Uh, are you have you graduated yet, or are you on the process for that? On the process, I graduate in May. Okay, so how did you find Newman? How did you reach out to Newman? Yeah, actually, they found me. Um, my coaching staff helped me put my name into the portal, and Newman was one of the first ones who reached out. Um, going from a D1 to a D2, you know, I wasn't really sure what the rules were, how everything was going to look. Um, so they kind of reached out to me via email. Um, Coach Drew gave him my phone number. We've exchanged text messages, phone calls, um, and I was able to take a visit out there a couple weeks ago before making my decision, which was super awesome. I was able to, you know, meet the girls and see campus, which was really neat, um, which was kind of, you know, the make or break point right there um that was what i needed was to get on campus and that's good that you got that opportunity to get there and you know kind of feel like was this going to be like the next step or you know where i want to finish out my basketball career college career yeah absolutely the program um this is his second year coaching there and you know after talking with him and the coaching staff i really trust you know what they have envisioned for the program and you know i really want to become a part of that so when you started playing basketball, you grew up in North Syracuse, New York, correct? Yeah. So New York being a big basketball scene, what was the basketball scene like in North Syracuse? And when did you kind of start saying, I want to try out basketball, see how this goes? Yeah. So like any other kid, I was a multi-sport athlete. You know, I <laughs> gave soccer a try, softball a try, um, and basketball was kind of the one sport that I really stuck with, um, basketball runs in the family. I have a cousin who plays on the Dallas Mavericks. My mom played at a college here in Syracuse. My dad coaches. And, you know, so it was a sport, a sport that I stuck with. And my class, the graduating class of 2018 in um, high school, it was huge for basketball all around boys and girls. So it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, being here during that time, being able to play basketball and, you know, all those connections and friends that I made with this sport, um, we're all still very close to this day. And the friends were the friends that you made during playing the sport as well. Were you by chance still able to kind of keep those relationships still throughout, you know, your time in high school, AAU, like that? Absolutely. And, you know, some of my friends who, from Syracuse who play in um, the MAC conference, you know, we all were on different AU teams and it was always fun seeing them at 
you know, tournaments. And it was just a little, it was definitely very competitive. We always had a little competition in, you know, the local area between all of us. So. And how did you end up, I know Niagara University is, we had, had one of the players come Justin Roberts, oh, a while back. Great guy. A men's program. How did you end up at uh, Niagara University, kind of your journey to that school? Yeah, so Coach um, Jada Pierce, she was the one who I spoke with the most um, during my recruiting process and who stuck with me throughout, like, injuries and, you know, ups and downs of playing in high school basketball, um, being able to come out and see her team play a couple of different times because Niagara is only like two and a half hours away from where I am um, was pretty cool. I was able to visit with them a couple of different times and I just really trusted her. She trusted in me. Um, and I'm a big relationship girl when it comes to, you know, coaching staff and players. So being able to get that vibe off of her was humongous for me. Um, you know, I'm a big I'm a big family person, so it was no different when I was coming to Niagara that it was going to feel like a family there. And that's good that you had that, you that relationship that you felt close to not only just the school, but with the coaching staff. Yeah, absolutely. They have became family to me very quickly. And like we had talked about, you spent all four years at Niagara, and this season you guys had a great year, um, 15 and 15 the year you made it past the first round in the MAC championship and that was a good game walk me through like the last minute versus Siena College in the MAC tournament because that that looked like down to the line yeah that that game is definitely one that I will never forget Ali Har hitting the game winner um it was when we played Siena a couple years back in the MAC tournament they always knocked us out first round so it was you know, it was definitely a game um, that we were like, like we have to get this. Like we, we beat them throughout the season. We sweeped them for the year. You know, we have to keep it going. They're a tough team. Um, the last minute, it was we all were exhausted. Um, it was definitely like we would hit a shot, they would hit a shot. It was just back and forth nonstop. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I just I was super. I'm the one who will go to my teammates whether I'm on the court or not, and kind of just make sure everyone's focus was there. Um, everyone's super positive the best we can. Um, it was definitely an exhausting game all the way to the very end. And the amount of relief when, you know, my girl Al hit that shot, it was it was so unreal. And I don't think I'll ever forget that moment right there. You know, the team, we had to wait to like the extra five seconds afterwards before we could run out on the court. Um, it was definitely a surreal moment for, you know, us as a group and all our hard work being put in for that moment. Right. And like you said, that's a memory that'll stick with you no matter what, because it, it was a great game and that last second shot was just, you know, too good to be true. Absolutely. And, um, your time at Niagara University, you know, you, you've you spent building up your career and then kind of when the pandemic hit and everything like that, how were you able to kind of push through you know, being, I guess, with New York, it was very 
hard that stayed so on lockdown. How were you able to kind of persevere through the pandemic? Yeah, we as a team being on campus during this time, we went into quarantine seven to eight different times. So that's a a lot of time off the court and a lot of time, you know, stuck inside with each other. Um, it was the whole team like with mixed in with two apartments. So it was a lot of like building up our mental strength. Um, it definitely took a toll on myself. I'm, you know, I don't like staying inside very long. I like going out and doing things. So I definitely, you know, being upperclassmen, I was the oldest on the team at the time. I looked out for the girls and um, for my own being, you know, like creating different things like team activities or like team games virtually that we could do. Um, I definitely felt like this was the time and like meeting with the coaches, like using this time to our advantage, chemistry building. We had some new underclassmen that just came in, you know, how are we going to get them acclimated with the girls and, you know, start building up the program the best we can, you know, while not being on the court. And kind of once the season kind of got started back rolling, were you guys able to be able to have spectators come to the games, not just parents and kind of close relatives, but even uh, students as well? Yeah, once we started playing again last season, it was strictly us, the staff, and then we had literal like cardboard cutouts that our family sent. <laughs> So we were playing in front of cardboard cutouts for a whole season. I would laugh. The, I've seen those. and it, It's it's interesting, just like the creativity of the cardboard cutouts. But I also, it, it's it's funny to a sense because I would be distracted the whole time. Yeah, they let them. us see the cardboard cutouts before our games because um, we had like our dogs and, you know, our friends. So it wasn't a distraction. Right. So at least later on throughout the year i'm i'm assuming by the end of the year you guys were able to at least have some form of capacity in the in the in the gym yeah you had to have a vaccination you had to have a mask obviously it was very limited um so you know going from this season last season to this season like it was a huge jump with the amount of fans that we had coming to our games absolutely and with you Having finished your senior year, heading into your grad year, were you able to capitalize any with NIL, with reaching out to brands, everything like that? Or was it kind of, I'm focused on the game and focused on school? Yeah, I thought about it. Um, Obviously, like I mean, a teammate tried to do the whole bar stool thing. Um, It just, it wasn't really for me. And my major being social work, it was very time consuming and my internship and sports. So it was just, I was just going to go for school and ball. That was what I was going for. And is at, so like you said, with your work, cause like you said, you want to talk about social work. Is there any brands that you would want to kind of get in touch with post basketball, you know, to kind of give that opportunity to kind of talk, give your experience and everything like that? I never really looked into it. Um, Obviously, like podcasts like this one, um, I would love to kind of use my voice to, you know, tell my story and provide any tips or advice the best I can Mm -hmm. to other rising athletes. 
and then you talk yeah, and then you talked about your internship so the plan for after school social work ha has has you thought about more of what you want to do with that after college Yeah, so obviously, you know, next year, the year after, I'll get and finish my MSW. Um, with my internship being with grade levels second through six, it definitely has shown me that, you know, working with kids is what I want to do. Um, I originally came into my internship not knowing that I even wanted to be in a school system. And now I'm working at an elementary school, and I absolutely love it. So I think maybe you know, after college, I would start off, start off there and then maybe go to an agency or I was even looking at a hospital setting. Like social work opens up so many different avenues I can go down to, you know, work with and make a difference in kids' lives. I think I had your viewpoint when I, because once I had finished college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I started working in the school system. And then I think that's when I found, you know, what I wanted to do. And I think you're right. It does take time. And I think you're at least on the path to where you kind of know what you want to do in a sense. Yeah, exactly. And it's it took a lot of patience. These kids, I love them to death, but they they definitely I understand where you're coming my from. toes. <laughs> I do. I understand where you're coming from for that. It does take patience. Um, and my last question to you, what advice would you give to the next generation of high school basketball players wanting to play at the college level? Um, I would say keep an open mind. Um, like I said before, I'm going from a division one to a division two. And, you know, as any rising athlete, you think of it as level when it's really not and you know every one of these athletes and basketball players are not like we all lace up our shoes our cleats whatever the same so coming in and just being ready to compete because no matter which conference you're in like bottom line you got to come ready to go compete have that focus and that mindset which is what you know I wish somebody had you know drilled in me coming in as a freshman four years ago I was a knucklehead but Definitely come in ready to go, ready to compete. Give it all you got. Absolutely. Absolutely. But thank you, Kyra, for taking the time to come on the show. I wish you the best of luck at Newman. Uh, I'll make sure to keep my tab open just to, you know, see how you're doing. And hopefully the season goes well for you. Wish you the best of luck with your career as well. Thank you so much. No problem. We'll be right back with more Hoop Jack, guys. So stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So I want to thank you guys for still tuning in i want to thank kyra for taking the time to come on the show i wish her the best of luck at newman i wish her the best of luck with her career path i wish her all the love and support that we at hoop jack give to all of our student all of our athletes out there so before we get to our deep dive our mindful moment and mindful minute we're going to call it the mindful minute because uh, i tend to overdo it a lot uh, I'd like to talk about uh, the brands that we work with. Our first brand that we work with is Boosted Biz. Now, a lot of student, a lot of athletes have used Boosted Biz, are currently using it. There's even pro athletes who are using it. It is a great brand that helps you get your merch out there, gets your ideas out there. They help you create your logo. They help you get the brand out there. They have ways of reaching out to people who want to keep buying your buying the merch 
whether it's t-shirts sweats shorts everything so make sure to go check it out all of our uh, our link to our website is on our link tree on our instagram page so make sure to check it out you can always also just head over to boosted biz look up hoop jack on google as well hoop jack boosted biz and it'll be out there don't be afraid help support anything everything goes a long way guys everything does and the next program next outlet that we have for affiliation with brands is kenichi bear this is a great brand this is a great company listen real quick they have these great noise canceling headphones whether you are listening to music when you're working out whether you just want to chill while you're studying and listening to music or you can even use them as gaming headphones little wireless gaming headphones noise canceling headphones who could resist that Kenichi Bear headphones have these, I think it's the Hibernation 5 headphones, great colorways. Love to get a pair one day. But I'm growing as we speak. And if you want a pair, like you like who wouldn't want a pair? Especially, you know, for a birthday, for the, you know, early Christmas. <laughs> well mainly birthday, but even Easter. You know, holidays are here. Um, make sure to get over to also our link tree. Click on the website and find the deals these are great noise canceling headphones these are great headphones in general and i support them 100 so make sure to check it out make sure to get yourself a new pair of headphones kenichi bear you want great noise canceling headphones i wouldn't miss it for the world so last but not least we have our mindful minute and recently i've been on spring break from work and for that time it's been great you know time to relax time to kind of just look on everything and i think this week has gotten me so relaxed that i feel like i can be able to conquer anything like i've focused on studying i focused on the show and we've grown i think in the last week by me devoting the show we've gained about 10 new followers we're reaching out to more athletes we're reaching out to more brands and i'm not saying i would ever leave this leave this to do full-time though because i i'm not in a position where i can just leave like that but i want to say that you know this time that i've had with myself has been so much i've gotten to be able to sleep in i've been able to just relax been able to just sit out on my porch enjoy the nice weather have a you know glass of lemonade and just chill and I think that's what we all need in life. We just need that one, a couple days of rest, R&R, rest and relaxation. And just, you know, enjoy the time that's, you know, where the weather's getting warmer. Enjoy the fresh air. Enjoy, you know, the time that we have. Um, and then at, at the end of the day, you know, how you handle yourself, how you were able to treat yourself is the way to go. You always got to treat yourself. Treat yourself to something nice. Like, treat yourself to some ice cream. Treat yourself to, like, you know of a walk treat yourself to a nice pair of you know shoes whether you want to shop or not just treat yourself man you always need to make sure that your body your mind is okay and that's it guys thank you and that's been on my mindful minute thank you for tuning into the show uh make sure to support kira and make sure to listen to her story it was great having her on the show make sure to also check out the brands that we work with and make sure to hit that like button hit that subscribe button hit that follow button on instagram 
we continue to grow every day, every week, every month. We're almost at a year now that we've been doing this, and I gotta tell you, it's been fun every single day, the work that I've put into this. I don't want it to go to waste, guys, so let's show some love, show some support. And remember, don't be a bystander, be a hooper, and keep balling. Peace.